Welcome to the Solo Travel Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and I am here to get you empowered, inspired, and excited to take your next solo travel adventure. Every week, we're going to share tips, we're going to dive into destinations, we're going to talk with other experts all about solo travel so you can learn ways to make the most out of your next adventure. So thank you for joining us. Enjoy this episode. Hello, solo travelers. Welcome to episode five of the Solo Travel Woman podcast. I cannot believe it's been five weeks since I've been able to share content, share my inspirations, and really spread the word about how awesome solo travel can be. Thank you for still listening. If you are new here, thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited about this week's content. I get asked quite often, how, when you travel for a long period of time, do you not bring multiple suitcases? (laughs) I'm definitely efficient when it comes to packing for long trips. And so I really want to share my tips on how you're able to pack for a 30-day trip without bringing a ton of suitcases with you. So most important thing is you really want to make sure you're selecting items of clothing that really work well together and can be interchangeable. So to do this, you want to stick with solids, neutrals. You could choose a couple items with patterns, but you want to make sure they're within the same color palette. So you can change it up and you can make sure you can wear these pants with these tops. Um, For my 30-day trip that I did, I really focused on a lot of gray and mauve and floral patterns because it was spring. And so I also took into account what type of mood would I be in? What was the weather going to be like? And really making sure that I fit that quote-unquote theme (laughs) for when I was traveling. Also, your fabric should be quick dry, light, very versatile. Um, This way you can survive in multiple climates. So remember, if you're traveling from warm to cold climates, you can always layer. Um, But if you're someone like me, when I do travel, I tend to hop around from different places and, you know, experience new areas. And because of that, the climate does change typically when I am traveling. Maybe not super drastically, but enough to where I want to make sure everything I'm packing is going to be suitable for the for the different climates I'm going to be in. If you are traveling for an extended period of time where you may be around a laundromat, take that into consideration. You don't if you're going away for 30 days, you don't need to pack 30 pairs of underwear, let's say, or something like that because, you know, typically even hostels nowadays, they have laundry facilities to help you do your wash. Um, so make sure you take that into cons- consideration. Also, if you go on like Amazon, you can find like tied um, packets for like sink washing, things like that. So even if you have to wash it in your sink and then hang it to dry, there's always a way <laughs> to get your clothes laundered. So you don't have to worry about packing you know, the number of days you're traveling those items. That would just be 
crazy to be honest. Um, also, I mean, this is common sense, but some of us get so excited we may forget. Check the weather <laughs> before you go anywhere, guys. You may not be able to see each day of your trip, especially if you're going for an extended period of time. You may not see a whole month out, you know, but at least you can get an idea in December if you're going to Germany what that weather might be like and make sure that you're packing appropriately. One of the hardest areas for me is figuring out which shoes I want to wear. <laughs> so that is very difficult. And it's pretty much a simple tip is to bring no more than three pairs to match all your outfits. One of them you're going to wear when you're traveling, like on the plane or train or whatever. And the other two you could put into your suitcase. So typically I suggest one type of workout or hiking sneaker, um, a casual pair of flats, and then a pair of heels or an, another type of night out option, you know, whatever you prefer. I'm more of a, my sneaker, a nice pair of flats to like bomb around in. And then also I do like little booties for when I go out. So it's up to you, but I don't suggest more than that because one, it can make your suitcase extremely heavy and they take up a lot of space. Knowing the culture also is extremely important when you are planning your packing list. So if you're traveling to a location that encourages residents to dress more modestly, you want to make sure you're packing clothing that covers your shoulders, your midsection, your legs, and you can accommodate this by adding layers. So a light cardigan that you can use in those modest environments, but also when it gets cold. But I've talked about this on quite a few of my episodes respecting the culture of where you're traveling is extremely important. And so that goes into what type of outfits and clothing you are going to wear. Um, so you want to make sure you are, again, can't stress this enough, you are doing your research. So that way you are able to dress appropriately and know exactly what you want to be, you know, what you want to be wearing on your trip. I am obsessed with Gonex compression packing organizers. So if you look at my Amazon um, wish list, I actually share a ton of packing organizers. They help because if you are someone like me who I do have a hard time narrowing down what options I want as far as clothing, you're able to pack more but compress it to save space and make sure all your items fit in that one suitcase. Um, just be careful though because even though you're saving space, you still have the same weight and you're actually making it more dense. So you want to Check your weight limits because looks can be very deceiving. <laughs> so make sure that you are keeping that into consideration. Another pro tip I have is getting your toiletries when you arrive at your destination. So yeah, there's going to be some essentials you want to bring, like your makeup and any medicines you may have. However, things like shampoo, conditioner, toothpaste, there's really no need to pack it. You can go to a local deli, bodega, market, whatever, wherever you go and pack and get it that way. Um, I just think it takes up space. You might get more than you actually need. And this way you can, you know, save room and save weight for when you're traveling. If you're traveling somewhere that occasionally rains and gets cool at night, get yourself a dry proof jacket that's lightweight and compact. So when I went to Peru, I knew there was going to be a ton of nights that were going to be super cold. We were in the mountains and in the jungle and, you know, you could be hiking and it'd be sunny and rain come completely out of nowhere. And so I got myself a very nice lightweight dry proof jacket on Amazon. It was super cheap. It worked amazingly. I still have it. 
And it's not the warmest material, but it's perfect for just having a light carnigan underneath plus that jacket because it keeps you dry and having that carnigan makes all the difference. So although not something you'd want to go into blizzard conditions with, it's at least something that you can pack. It's light and it will accommodate different types of climates and weather conditions. Also, wear your bulkier clothing on your travel days. So wherever you're going, you might want to bring a sweater or a pair of jeans for cooler days and nights. I suggest wearing those when you're flying or on the train or so on and so forth, because then it doesn't take up all that room in your suitcase. We all know sweaters are very bulky. Um, and I have a ton of them living in the Northeast. And you want to make sure this way you have the save, you save the space, things like that. And that can be your travel outfit, but also it gives you that jeans and sweater for when you are on the road and you have those cooler days. So that's just another pro tip to help you, you know, save space and really accommodate what you need. Also, again, this is not a clothing packing tip, but while you're packing, just make sure you remember, make a copy of your ID and passport when you travel Keep it in a separate area from your originals because this way if something happens, you have the documentation you need to go ahead and get replacements and make sure that you have all those items ready and available should you need it. So those are some of my pro tips for how to pack. But I also wanted to kind of just go in, share a little bit about what I pack for different types of trips, um, share with you my packing list, and, you know, maybe some of these will help you as you plan your next trip or vacation. Okay, so when it comes to packing lists, there is a plethora of different things you can totally pack. However, I personally like to stick to key items, and again, I use those tips I just shared with you to help me when it comes to packing and staying on a plan. Last year, I spent about 30 days in Europe, and I was traveling to different areas such as London, Amsterdam, Berlin, Prague, and Vienna, and so I was extremely excited. However, I did find myself actually struggling with what to pack with since my first couple weeks abroad was a vacation and the rest was actually for work. So I had to accommodate two different types of clothing styles. So I wanna share with you my plan on how I packed for that vacation slash work trip. So my first tip that I shared before was sticking mostly to solid colors and things that can be interchangeable. So what that meant for me was I packed two long sleeve blouses. It is cooler in London than some of the other locations I was traveling to. So I wanted to be prepared for that and the more milder nights on the town. Also blouses were a great way to match with dark denim jeans and heels for when I was on those work days. Because although I was working, it was casual, but you still want to be presentable in a work environment. I also packed two pairs of jeans. One was a lighter pair for a more casual outfit. And then one was a dark pair to dress up with a blouse or a cute top for nights out and then for work as well. Again, to one of those pair of jeans was also my travel outfit to save space in my suitcase. Because it was July and it was the summer, I did pack two pairs of shorts. They were denim or and casual material just so, you know, for sightseeing, hot days, things like that. I did three to four summer shirts, which were a mix of tank tops and short sleeves. So this way I can accommodate if I needed my shoulders covered or if it was just an extremely hot day. 
I'm a kimono lover. <laughs> and so I did bring two kimonos. They're super, super light. They're easy to put and roll up in a, in a, you know, suitcase. And what's nice is it's great to pair them with tank tops and it's added sun protection. Plus the type I brought, you can also dress up for a nice evening out. So I love kimonos. I can't speak more about them. <laughs> I also packed two to three summer dresses. So they were a mix of maxi and casual. They could be dressed up with the right pair of shoes, one of the kimonos and a cardigan, and they were perfect for casual sightseeing days or evening dinners. I did bring a light rainproof jacket because I was under the assumption it rained a lot in London, which it didn't rain at all my whole trip. So there was that. But I did pack that just in case. It ended up being a nice little blanket while I was on the plane, so it worked out. I did pack two cardigans, one I wore on the flight and was for my travel days, but then also it was great to dress up an outfit, make it more business friendly, and then also for chilly evenings, it was nice to put on there. Obviously, I had my undergarment, so I had one white and one black bra to accommodate every outfit. Um, I brought four pairs of socks, a swimsuit, some athletic pants for the dual purpose of working out and sleeping, and then a comfy sleeping shirt. So I had that. So those were my main clothing items, and it worked out perfectly because, again, the hostels I stayed at did have laundry facilities. So when I found myself getting low, I just would wash my stuff, <laughs> and it worked out really, really well. So for 30 days, that's all I had to bring. I know talking it out sounds like a lot, but when you actually look at it, it was nothing. It was so great. I had one suitcase for 30 days. It was perfect. As far as shoes goes, I did bring one pair of sneakers, a pair of comfortable walking flats, and then one pair of heels. I did also sneak in a fourth foot item. <laughs> Couldn't figure out what to say there. I did sneak in a fourth. I did flip-flops too because in the showers and hostels, it's just my comfort level. Um, I like to wear flip-flops in those. So I did bring those, but those were super lightweight. Um, they didn't take up much space. As far as accessories, I did bring my backpack, which dueled as my purse. It's a cute little black travel backpack. I have a bunch of those listed on my Amazon wish list for travel if you want to check that out. I did a small wristlet that fit in the backpack but can also be used alone for like a night out if I didn't want to carry that huge bag. Light jewelry, nothing too flashy because you don't really want to wear flashy stuff when you're traveling. Um, and then I also did my compression packing cubes that I talked about to save space. I had a travel towel that dries fast, can be rolled up um, in there, my universal power adapter, and then those laundry packets I told you about so I can do quick washes in the sink if needed. So that was all I did. This was a 29-inch suitcase, no more than 40 pounds, and it lasted me 30 days in, you know, what was that, five different countries in Europe? <laughs> it was amazing. So that is definitely something I suggest. Um, following for a packing list. I do have this also up on my blog written out if you wanted to follow that. So some of the other items I wanted to share is for specialty trips. Let's say you're going trekking like I did in Machu Picchu. There was some other things I did have to bring to accommodate that trip. So trekking poles, these help you if you're doing, you know, any type of inclines, um, you know, down, going downhill, things like that. They really came in handy when I was going downhill on the truck because they were steps and it helped me with my balance. 
a headlamp, especially if you're going to be somewhere at night that you have to walk to a restroom for, so on and so forth, definitely helped in Peru because when you're on that trek, the bathrooms are literally holes in the ground. So having that headlamp definitely helped when it came to figuring out where I needed to go. Um, a go girl. I'm just going to leave it at that. You can thank me later. Look that up. A face net, especially if you're in somewhere like a jungle, those gnats are so freaking annoying. And when it rains, you want to make sure you have that. I found myself sleeping with it as well. Hiking pants and a shorts combo. So remember those zip away pants that would turn into shorts? Those are actually pretty awesome when you're trekking. Um, And especially in Peru, you go from, you know, jungle to cloud forest to super cold weather back to the jungle. So those type of pants are wonderful. A breathable jacket that's preferably waterproof as well because it does rain a lot, it can get cold, and this will accommodate those different types of weather conditions. Your day pack, this is where you want to have your water bladder, um, any type of essentials you need during the day. I was lucky that on my trek to Machu Picchu, we did have porters carry our big bags with our like our major clothing and also our um, like what is it called? Sleeping bags and things like that. However, I had a day pack with like essentials that I would need while I was on the hike, such as snacks and water and my phone and a battery charger, all these things. And so make sure you have that. And then, like I said, a water bladder with a filter. If you can get one with the filter built in, that's even better um, because sometimes you might have to fill up in a stream and you want to make sure that's purified water for you. Other things you want to make sure you have are nowadays hygiene items. So face masks, sanitizing wipes, hand sanitizer. These are super important, especially during the days of COVID. We want to make sure that we're able to sanitize things and really be prepared. Yes, airlines are probably like the safest place to be. They are so sanitized right now. But if you're like me, you're going to take it an extra step further and sanitize your own area. And lastly, I wanted to share some carry-on items that I find you know, nice to bring and that I enjoy. Um, So I always bring reading material. I'll have my iPad because I've been on long flights where the monitor on the back of the seat didn't work and that sucked. So I tend to bring my own iPad just in case. Snacks. I like to bring playing cards if I'm on a long flight and I have somebody with me. If not, I play solitaire, but it's something fun to pass the time. Your travel journal, um, especially if you have the ultimate solo travel woman guide, (laughs) you definitely want to bring that so you can start recording down the memories and things you're doing and you have all your plans right there with you. Any type of guidebook or language book, I actually refresh on the different languages when I am on a flight. Um, I like to spend the time on the flight actually, you know, practicing different phrases in the language of the country I'm going to and really getting myself familiar with key key phrases. Your eye mask, a pillow, Tylenol, because if there is a screaming baby, you want to make sure you have that Tylenol for that headache. Um, a blanket. Uh, I bring my own <laughs> just because some flights they make you pay for it and other flights they don't even have it. And I tend to get very, very cold on flights compression socks. If you are on a flight longer than six hours, I swear by compression socks. doesn't matter how old you are or how often you get up. Blood clots are a thing and you definitely want to be prepared. Um, Extra chargers, earbuds, headphones, things like that. I hate using the headphones that airlines give you because they're so bad quality. Um, So I always make sure I bring my own. 
So that's really it, guys. I just wanted to share with you some of my travel tips for packing and how I'm able to travel for long periods of time with one suitcase, some of my essential items, different items that I've taken on different types of trips. And so let me know if any of these helped you, if there's any trips you're going on that you need extra advice on what to pack. I am definitely here, and I look forward to talking to you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Solo Travel Woman podcast. Please be sure to follow us on Apple Music and Spotify and give us a rating so we know how you're enjoying the content. Also, don't forget, sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date with the latest information from Solo Travel Woman.